To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Financially Fit. Thanks for tuning into the podcast as we talk with Kyle about investing finance and retirement. What's going on, Kyle? How are you this month? Doing pretty well. We got a little... uh unexpected snow last night, but pretty busy time of the year doing a lot of educational classes at the college campuses around here, uh, nice. educating the baby boomers on some critical facts, you know, before they jump into retirement. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, at the time of this podcast taping, uh, the Super Bowls this weekend, uh, got any bold predictions? Are you a KC guy? Obviously I would assume Obviously I live in Kansas city. Unfortunately, I'm not a Chiefs fan. Oh, <laughs> not sure how that happened. Um, but I'm expecting a, a Chiefs win, so it'll be good for the city and good for all my clients that I work with. will be pretty happy. Very so. cool. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's been 50 years. be pretty cool. So hopefully <laughs> – uh, and the Niners already have five Super Bowls. They don't need another one. So I agree. <laughs> well, cool deal. Well, let's get into the show this week and talk about some things. I've got Roth 401 conversions really on the docket today I want to discuss – and of course, as always, folks, if you hear something on here that piques your interest before you take action, always check with Kyle uh, personally, specifically before how it pertains to your situation before you do so. And you can go to his website, mocanfinancial.com. That's M-O-K-A-N financial.com. Or you can call him at 913-257-3991. All right. So raw conversions, let's go over a few things here. Now, it's a great strategy for people. Um, maybe converting is a good thing for you to do. Maybe not. Every situation is a little different. So explain what a Roth conversion is, first of all, and why it might be consider, uh, worth considering. So really, the conversion is the backdoor entry. Um, most people are familiar with, hey, you know, if I don't make too much or I can fund a Roth, you know, up to X amount. Um, what the conversion is, is basically it's a backdoor entry to where there's really no caps, no limits, not based upon, uh, you know, if you make too much money, you can't do them. So basically a Roth conversion is you're taking money from a tax deferred account, Mm -hmm. paying the taxes right now, and then converting that into the Roth, um, which allows that, you know, whatever's in that account to grow tax-free. And then whenever you're spending that money down the road, that will also be tax-free. And then upon death, whatever's in the account value goes tax-free to the beneficiary. So that's really the easiest way of kind of explaining what a Roth conversion is and, you know, whether it's worth considering or not, the way I look at it is most people just don't have the critical facts. So the tax cuts and jobs act um, was basically the greatest, the single greatest uh, tax reform in the last 30 years, Mm -hmm, uh, you know, before, you know, Reagan reduced federal taxes to make social security taxable. So, it really has created the, the, a, a great opportunity for a baby boomer to maybe look at ways of reducing or eliminating those retirement taxes. Okay. Now you mentioned the fact that, uh, uh, you know, if, if you're thinking about leaving that on, leaving that to your heirs. So let's bring up the fact that the secure act changes for regular, like for 401k for regular IRAs, that's different. The stretch IRA has been eliminated basically. And so might that be a good conversation to have about earlier on maybe starting to convert to a Roth due to the fact that we can no longer stretch those IRAs uh, to our kids? Correct. So especially for a a, a good saver, someone who's done a good job saving in these tax deferred accounts, getting rid of those stretch IRAs, basically 
it's going to put the tax burden on your kids when they're going to have to do a 10 year spend out of this money. Right. Versus you what know, it could have been their whole life prior to correct. that. Yeah. You know, stretching out their whole life versus the 10 year spend out. So um, I do believe, you know, just in our practice alone, we do Roth conversions a lot, but I think this will increase just dramatically for our planning, even for like high income earners or those who's or anyone who's trying to kind of pass money on in a tax friendly manner, manner. And I know we're talking a lot about Roths, but I do believe, you know, even life insurance will become more of a priority for some people when we're kind of doing this comparison side by side. No, that's a, I mean, that's a good point. And we'll, we'll kind of just drift wherever we drift with this, but yeah, because the stretch was a, a great tool for kind of growing that generational wealth. Now, if you think about it realistically, let's say we pass on in our seventies or eighties, uh, probably our kids are, you know, possibly in their forties or fifties at that point, maybe, you know, or whatever the case is. And they're probably in their highest income earning years themselves. And so let's say you left them a million dollar, you know, IRA. Well, now they've got a, it's the whole thing's got to be depleted within 10 years. That's a hefty tax bill if you haven't, you know, thought ahead. Yeah, especially if you're, <laughs> if you, you know, you're already in a good job making a right. good income and yeah. it could kill you in taxes. Exactly. Uh, and you, you mentioned know, high income earners. money, but, you know, Go again, ahead. you know, what's the, what are you netting after you're getting this? So well, there's just a lot of, you know, even before the SECURE Act was passed, Roth conversions were very popular mm-hmm. with the Tax Jobs Act. But now that the, you know, the secure acts come out, it kind of just makes it a, you know, a higher priority for us to, you know, lift up the hood and say, okay, you know, here's the rules. Do we, you know, what do we want to do about it? Yeah. Well, and, and to that point, yeah, you meant, and you mentioned high income earners. It's again, it's a great tool to potentially um, alleviate some of that tax burden because yeah, the, you know, the money's the money, but at the same time, you know, we want to try to be as tax efficient as we can, hopefully, when leaving, you know, anything behind. And so a Roth is certainly, and to your point, yeah, for the last probably two years, it's been quite the topic piece and people have been doing more and more of that. Are there some common mistakes, Kyle, that you see people make with a Roth conversion? Yeah. Um, I mean, just in general, I hear all the time, you know, when we're teaching these classes, I'm kind of just talking about it a little, you know, hey, I was told I make too little. Hey, I was told I make too much. Hey, I'm too young. Hey, I'm too old. Or, hey, I thought you can only do this. So then a lot of common mistakes is just not understanding it. But even doing the Roth conversion, maybe they're not properly coordinating that with kind of their current tax situation. And maybe it's actually more detrimental um, than it is beneficial in the short term and the long term you have to be able to look through it on all lenses and say, how is it affecting my tax and income plan now versus, you know, over the long haul also. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So can you, maybe, can you kind of share an example if you could maybe of, yeah, so let's say, you know, you know, uh, an individual says, Hey, I'm just going to convert $30,000 or off this year. Okay. You know, little did they know that that, that 30,000 shows up as earned income and bumps them up from the, you know, a 12% bracket to the 22% bracket. So, you know, all those dollars are now going to be taxed at that higher tax rate. So they didn't really understand their tax capacity of maybe they should have only done 15,000 or another mistake is, Hey, you could have done a hundred thousand and stayed in the 12% bracket, but you only did 30 or whatever. So it kind of comes down to those numbers there. Okay. Uh, maybe and Roth conversion makes your Medicare, you know, oh, okay. there's a certain, the surcharge comes in where you're paying higher premiums on your Medicare. So <laughs> it's very case specific. Gotcha. Is there any kind of example where you should you definitely not be looking at it? Like it's just kind of a clear cut or do you really need to have, you know, have it looked at? I guess it, honestly, it just kind of comes down to what you're trying to do with the money. Okay. Uh, 
what's your belief on taxes in the future? If you're like me, I think they'll go up way up. You know, <laughs> right. if, you're not, if you're not worried about passing money on and you think you're going to be in a low brackets and they're not going to go up, then, you know, you just kind of do the conventional wisdom way. I got so. you. Okay. All right. So ideally, yes. I mean, Roths have been very, very uh, popular the last couple of years, probably even more so now with the elimination of the stretch IRA in the Secure Act. And of course, lots of different things in the Secure Act change. Like, and there's some pieces that kind of go hand in hand. Obviously, they raised the RMD age to 72 versus mm-hmm. 70 and a half. They removed, I think, the limits, right, on what you can put on a, on the uh, the amounts you can put in. Now, no longer does it, does it cap out at 70 and a half. I think now you can continue to add as well. Correct. So, yeah. you know, the, the bright spot is they push it from 70 and a half to 72. So ideally what it's doing is it's giving you another a year and a half of Roth conversions. Yeah. Well, you know, the uh, funny thing is those, they kind of work together, right? So they're letting you delay taking the money out if you don't need it. But at the same time, uh, maybe, you know, the idea is probably hoping those accounts get bigger. And then, of course, you now cannot leave it to your kids. So hopefully you'll have to take it out in 10 years and they get their tax money sooner. <laughs> Correct. Usually, you know, these types of laws that are passed, you know, or, you know, it leans towards, you know, helping the government more out sure, than the yeah. individual. Yeah. But if the individual, you know, takes the proper planning steps that, you know, it, it could benefit them also. Yeah. Well, and, and of course you got to love the things, the secure act. What is it? Setting every community up for retirement enhancement. Like whoever yeah. came up with that job. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, you know, like any bill, like anything, there's some good and some bad in those. So you want to make sure you're asking your advisor how um, the Secure Act could affect you, obviously, especially when it comes to RMDs. If you were turning 70, if you were planning on taking one out this year and, you know, 70 and a half. And I actually had this interesting study the other day, Kyle, I don't know if you have, you've probably seen this as well, but you can have two people born in the same year. This example was 1949, for example, and one person has to take their RMDs from last year by this April with that little grace period that they give you. The other one could actually wait until 2022, even though they were born in the same year because they were born Correct. in different, you know, um, one in the beginning, one in the end. So definitely make sure you're talking with your advisor on how that can affect you and also on the Roth and how you might be able to benefit or it may not be the right tool for you and what you can do with inside those things. Uh, and I think that's going to do it for this week on the podcast. So things you need to know about the Roth conversion, go ahead and uh, listen to this again. If you've got some questions or concerns, Share it with somebody who might need to uh, hear the message. You can subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher. You can share it as well from Kyle's website, mocanfinancial.com. That's mocanfinancial.com. It's really easy to search it out, too, if you'd like. Just go to any podcast platform of your choosing and type in Financially Fit in the search window, and you'll find the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Reach out to Kyle and talk to him in Kansas City or Wichita, whichever one is convenient for you. If you have some questions before you take that action, as I mentioned earlier, 913. 257 3991. Kyle, my friend, thanks so much for your time this week. I hope you have a good one. Yep, thank you for having me. No problem. We'll see you next time here on Financially Fit and enjoy the Super Bowl. Yep, thanks. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Financial and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. 
is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Financial and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.